Hello, awesome people. Welcome to Embrace the Pivot. I'm Dr. C. Robinson, your host for the show. Join me as we discover what pivoting actually means and how you can embrace your pivot during life's transition. Happy Wednesday, everyone. I hope you are doing fantastic. Today, I would like to talk about how you have to be your own advocate when changing careers. And that doesn't even just apply to your professional life. It also applies to your personal life. If you are not your own advocate, how can anyone else stand up for you? How can anyone else vouch for you? How can anyone help you if you can't help yourself? Sometimes life is hard and you get knocked down and some people have to support you to get you started, but there has to come a point in your journey that you stand up for yourself. And when I was going through my medical condition, it was me who was advocating for myself. It was me who was researching different doctors, who was looking at different ways that I could help myself and possibly find what my unique condition was. If I wasn't helping myself, the people around me would not know how to help me. And you just have to keep going. And just because I had the surgery and everything went great, there was still work that needed to be done. I am still in pelvic PT and through pelvic PT, we are pulling or peeling back the layers of the onion as to what could be causing all of these symptoms. And just a recap, if you don't know, or if this is the first episode that you're listening to, I had a very unique clitoral condition and it was extremely painful. I dealt with it for five years until I finally found after about 10 doctors, someone who could actually perform a surgery on me and he's top in the world. But it was through my trial and error, if you will, going to the different doctors and seeing who might know what it is that I had. If I just stopped after the first person who told me it was in my head, I would still be in extreme pain right now. But I kept going. I kept saying there has to be a way. There just has to be. I couldn't take I don't know as an answer. And that goes for you in your journey. You might experience a lot of no's as you are pivoting. But as long as you keep going, you are going to find what works for you, what you were meant to do, what brings you happiness, where can you fill a void where there might be in the market. You just have to keep going. You have to figure out a strategy that works for you. My guest today, Dr. Chris Kawa, he's a chiropractor. I found him actually through Facebook. And it was because of my PT, she said, you know, maybe you need to see a chiropractor to help align you and relieve the stress on the muscles. So that's what I did. I'm a strong believer 
in the chiropractic practice, if you will. I've been going to chiropractors my whole life, but Dr. Chris is the first one to say, okay, here is where all the stressors are. Here's where it's really out of alignment. And he uses a technology and he created his own uh, software algorithm. And his practice and his technique really targets where your body needs it the most. I've been going to him for two months now. Within the first two weeks, I felt relief. I felt so good. I continue to feel good. I continue to see him. And it's because of him and the way he practices that now with my PT, we are able to go on to the next level saying, okay, your lower back was hurting, which pulls on the pelvic floor. But now Dr. Chris is addressing that. So now what can we do next? What is that next step? And that's what I hope for you is throughout your pivoting journey that you find a formula, find a strategy that works for you and you keep going. Do not take I don't know as an answer from anyone around you and especially yourself. Never take I don't know from yourself as a solid answer figure it out, keep going. I know you can do it. And today I'm bringing Dr. Chris on because I want you to hear his journey and why he helps people the way he does. Dr. Chris Kawa has been practicing chiropractic care for over three decades. He is the founder and owner of Discover Chiropractic Inc., serving patients in the local Jersey Shore community since 1991. With a passion for health and wellness, Dr. Chris aims to provide tailored treatment plans to help his patients achieve optimal function and live pain-free. Outside of work, he enjoys an active lifestyle and spending time with his family. He's married with three grown children and three grandchildren. He takes advantage of the local beaches and mountains to go surfing, skiing, and boating. I'm excited for today's conversation. Everyone, please welcome Dr. Chris. Thank you for having me. Yeah. All right. So we met a couple weeks ago and I was in need of a fantastic chiropractor. But what I didn't realize was to the level that you were going to help me pivot in my health journey. So what I would love to hear is how one, or one, why did you want to become a chiropractor? And two, what was that big career pivot for you? I guess uh, in high school, I, I wanted to go to, I figured I was going to be a doctor. So I wanted to go to medical school. So that was kind of my path early on. And in college, I worked in a hospital. I worked on an EMT rig for a while, and I got a kind of a taste of the whole medical profession and spoke with a lot of MDs and, and they were all miserable and they're talking about <laughs> insurance and, and they were, they're actually dissuading me from, from going into that career. Wow. And I, and I remember thinking how weird that was that these guys were, you know, these people, men and women were, were you know, trying to talk me out of something I was very passionate about. 
Uh, before that, in high school, I had broken my leg. After the cast came off and so forth, I was limping around and my pelvis was way out and a bunch of my friends were going to a chiropractor. So I figured I'll try it. I had really, really horrible allergies. And every day I would, I would take drugs in school and I'd be like, you know, really mellow in school and chill because I was on these drugs, these <laughs> antihistamines that were like, you know, really affecting me. So, um, but when I started to go to a chiropractor, the first adjustment my nose cleared, my lungs cleared. I could breathe. I remember taking a deep breath out of my nose and saying, Oh my God, this is the first time, you know. And it was the sum, it was like September, October when hay fever season's really mm. kicking in. And that just clicked a switch inside me. And I was like, okay, I have to figure, you know, out what happened here. So I asked the chiropractor, he said, Yeah, the nervous system controls everything. And sometimes the the spine blocks the nerves. And you know, a lot of people with allergies get better. So I wanted to be a chiropractor too, but I still thought I'm going to go to medical school. Mm -hmm. But when I was so turned off by the experiences in college, I figured, all right, this is my path. I'm going to chiropractic school. So that's, you know, that's, that's what I did. So now did you work for another practice or did you initially just open up your own? Well, I, um, I, in, in chiropractic school, I, kind of developed this philosophy, like, you know, in chiropractic school, you go, there's, there's all kinds of people some people just want to be doctors. Some people want to heal the world. Some people just want to make a lot of money. And I was the philosopher. I, I really loved the philosophy <laughs> of the whole thing. Like the body heals itself. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're self-healing organisms. We just, we just can't have any interference, you know, without interference, our bodies can pretty much do you know, everything they were designed to do. Mm -hmm. So I got out of school and I worked and I couldn't take the New Jersey board for a while. So I worked for, for two different doctors and I got fired by both of them because <laughs> <laughs> our philosophies didn't match up. They wanted to make money and I wanted to help people. So <laughs> when they figured out that I wasn't doing what they wanted and billing, you know, 10 therapies, every visit and, and, you know, making them money, they, uh, they fired me. That was, that was okay. So I took the New Jersey board, got, got licensed and I was on my way, yeah. but, um, I realized pretty quickly, and this is probably my, my biggest pivot in my professional life was early on in practice. When I realized that, you know, the average person doesn't necessarily want to hear about philosophy and, you know, the innate intelligence of the body and universal intelligence, and all that kind of stuff. They just want to feel better. They just want to get rid of their hassles that are preventing them from doing whatever they need to do in their lives. They're not interested in all that stuff. And, and, but I was so passionate about this. And it was like, you know, I was, I was hitting a, hitting my head against the wall thinking, man, I went, and I had a friend, really, really good friend who went into practice, very, very similar philosophy as I, because we had the same mentor, this guy, Reggie Gold, he was just amazing. He was, he was a chiropractor, but he was a philosopher. He was a life philosopher. And, uh, and my friend, Mike started practicing and he hit that same wall and realized that people didn't want what he had to offer. And he quit, he mm. quit four five months into practice. Now here he just spent four years of his life, 150 some odd thousand dollars. And he just left. He said, I don't want to do this. People don't want what I have to wow. offer. So I'm not doing it. But I, I wasn't going to, I wasn't about to do that. I had a family and, and uh, I love what I did. So you have to kind of 
get down in the trenches with people. You have to jump down there and and mm. try to lift them up into this understanding that, you know, and I think the best uh, explanation would be, I tell all my patients that they really shouldn't need me. You know, the body should be doing this itself. You should be adjusting yourself. You shouldn't need mm-hmm. a chiropractor, you know, theoretically, um, because you have all these mechanisms inside you that can recognize when something's not right and your body is designed to write it. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's the main thing that I think people say, oh man, that's really interesting that my body should be doing this. But, you know, we sit in school all those years, we have all these stresses, our head's always down, yeah. you know, we have yeah. constant trauma. So obviously most people need what I have to offer, but I tell people that just because I want them to realize that if in the perfect world, they, they should be healing themselves and that Mm -hmm. starts the conversation. And I think that was the major pivot in, in, you know, recognizing that you have to talk in terms of what people understand, and then you can guide them into a better understanding. Yeah. I like that. And when I came to you, I was in, well, I'm still in PT for my pelvic floor. And through PT, we were uncovering a lot of layers. And I've always had a back issue ever since I was a little kid. And I've been to other chiropractors. But what I liked about your practice is you developed this software and this technology to really pinpoint on a person where the stressors are, where it's out of alignment. So you can focus on that area without disrupting what is okay, where the body has adjusted itself. And after my first visit with you, you were so specific in what needed to be adjusted for myself the pelvic floor pain went away. (laughs) That's what I told my PT. And she said, keep going to the chiropractor. (laughs) It's working. And it has been. So where did that idea to develop the software that targets and can see on a person, those stressors, and how long did that take you to develop that technology? Well, I developed, I developed an algorithm that can show people what's going on. The technology, the the scanning technology I didn't develop, the the algorithm that okay. shows you shows you what's happening in your body. Took me about two years to to work with a full stack developer wow. on that. And and you know we came up with this uh system where the doctor can put in certain exam findings and the algorithm mm-hmm. will give person a grading system, a, you know, grades about what's going on with them. And it's a way to educate people. People, people respond to being graded. Mm-hmm. There's studies that show that um, people really relate to grades. So that's the software that I developed. The technology that's the scanning technology I didn't develop, but I put, right. but I want to, I want to give, you know, some, you know, add some mass to that, add some understanding to that. So I developed this grading system. It's called the My Spine Score Chiropractic Report Card, and so because uh, I li- I just like to educate people and and mm-hmm. you know use different tools to you know try to do that. Yeah. So, but at what point did you say okay I have to develop this algorithm? 
Um, it was years ago. Uh, cause I, I'm always looking, like I said, I'm always looking for other things to educate people mm -hmm. you know, with. Um, so I've, I've had it in my mind for a while. I, okay. I have all these crazy things in my mind, but you're so busy that you don't have time for stuff like this. You know, <laughs> it's like, you know, you have all these little side projects and, you know, if one out of 10 gets done, but this was important to me because I put a lot of time into it. Yeah. And, uh, but once people see their grades, yeah, <laughs> it kind of hits home. Like, okay, you know, yep. I need to do something about this and it explains yeah. exactly what the metric is and exactly what their particular finding was. And it gives them a grade and it gives them an average grade, like a, like a grade point average. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's very powerful because when I looked at it, I was like, oh, this is why I'm coming. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I can get all A's yeah, yeah. <laughs> on it. What do you say to people who are one, either afraid to be adjusted or think that there's still a stigma if you go to a chiropractor? I try to try to show you really can't say you have to show people like you can talk and say whatever you want you have to actually show them mm -hmm. that what they see on youtube isn't necessarily what's done in most chiropractic offices you know there's a lot of sensational sensationalization going on on youtube and tiktok where they're you know people are getting their necks cracked all different ways and the Y strap and the, and all this stuff. And that's yeah, kind of a lot of it's not chiropractic, it's manipulation. So there's a very big difference between manipulating someone and specifically adjusting them. Right. So before I talked about the body being able to do adjustments itself, mm -hmm. a good chiropractor understands that and only fixes those areas that the body is trying to do mm -hmm. not just go in there and just move everything and make all kinds of nice noises that's not what we're after we want we want the body to start adjusting itself again and if you just go in there with all these aberrant forces um, you're going to confuse the heck out of the body mm -hmm. so you have to show people that i'm just being very very specific i'm just moving these bones because that's what your body is 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 showing um that it needs and then show them how they unwind after that process because the body's going to unwind it's stuck in the, all these patterns and it wants to unwind and you're just helping it unwind yeah you know what i like about that it's when i talk about pivot the mindset you're pivoting the body <laughs> Yeah. And, and and the body's habits that it has. Yeah. And for me, before I saw you, it was about six or seven years since my last uh, trip to the chiropractor. And I noticed it. it is, it's the body has to get used to now a different formation and it it's been incredible so I, thank you for your algorithm thank you for everything because i wholeheartedly believe in what you are doing so thank you <laughs> oh you're very welcome since you've implemented this algorithm what have you noticed within these last few months about your patients of maybe how they carry themselves or how they're feeling well, like you said, it's there's a pivot there when someone sees their report card and sees exactly what's going on with them and sees their scans. You know, there's a concrete evidence there, and and people are able to take that and 
and a lot of people think to themselves, all right, I have to do something about this. I've let this go for so long. I have to pivot and take care of this because mm -hmm. they understand that how, how important the nervous system is. If you leave your nervous system choked off, there's no way your body's going to be able to deal with stress. It's, there's no way it's going to be able to function properly and adapt. And uh, this is what I teach people every day. If someone came to you stating that they wanted to pivot in their career, what would be the biggest piece of advice you would share to help them along in that journey? Well, number one, I think you have to be completely passionate about whatever you're doing. You can't do anything just because you think it's cool or just, you know, because you think there's a need for it. And number two, there has to be a forward trend in society and our culture that you're going to know that people need what you want to give them. You know, you have to, there's got to be a need. People do so many things and they just think to themselves because they're, they're interested in something that they're going to succeed when there's no need for it, mm -hmm. you know? So the passion, the need and the drive and, and simplicity is the other one. Uh, you, you know, there's, you can just nowadays with, with AI and there's so much going on that there's 10 million directions you can go in with every little thing. You have to just simplify it and just chunk it down into the most simple steps. And I think that's, you know, there's this book called that you probably read. It's called the one thing. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. I mean, I thought that's, that's gotta be your, your main source of, of motivation is reading that book and, and knowing that there's one thing that's the most important thing that if you master that, the dominoes, like he talks about dominoes mm -hmm. and you just tip the first one. And the, that's the, that's the one that's going to cause the best results. Yeah. All right. So let me ask you this real quick. As you were starting your own practice, did you simplify the steps for yourself? No, I, I probably made it way more complicated, everything <laughs> more complicated than it had to be because, you know, you draw from so many different references. You have all these mentors and all these consultants mm -hmm. and, you know, you have shiny object syndrome where you think that that's the <laughs> next best thing. I have to implement that. I have to, and you realize throughout the years that keeping it simple so, is what works. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> I, I have, I had, I probably still do, but I, I had major shiny object syndrome, you know, <laughs> and I, I really have to tone it down, especially as I get older, you know, I'm in my late fifties now. And you think to yourself when you're this age, you know, I can't be, you know, all over the place. I have to, you know, be specific <laughs> and just do the important things. You know, mm -hmm. I don't have time for all that. I just gotta, you know, and in practice, that's, that's a very uh, good advice. Yeah. The shiny object syndrome is a killer of all. <laughs> I, I deal with that every day. <laughs> yeah. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where can my listeners find you on social media or on the web? Uh, my website's chiropractorbricknj.com. Um, Facebook, the same. Thank you so much for joining me. I really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you for having me. It was great. You can follow me, Dr. C, on Instagram at Embrace the Pivot. I hope all of you embrace your pivot.